Hey, what is going on, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Trivia Rewrites. Hope you're doing great. Hope you're enjoying your day. And I hope you're ready to learn about miscellaneous stuff and random facts throughout the week. On this week's episode, we have a handful of, of Olympic questions. Of course, we couldn't. I mean, with the Olympics in full swing, how could you not touch on the trivia they're bringing? And then we have natural occurrences in Iceland. So if you haven't been keeping an eye out on your Icelandic news, we'll get you caught up. Don't you worry about that. And then also we touch a little bit on the induction ceremony for the National Football Hall of Fame. It's a fun one. Not a whole bunch of um, content this week, I guess, for lack of a better term. We didn't want to just fully focus and 100% just harp on the Olympics because that's mainly what's going on. And so hopefully you just enjoy the conversation. Just I hope you enjoy Demo and I just talking back and forth to each other and just having a good time. Uh, as always, special thanks to all those who send emails and tweets, interact with us, uh, makes it more fun, makes it more enjoyable for us so we know what kind of people we're dealing with, what kind of people, uh, what you might like to hear, what you might not like to hear. Um, if you are one of those people who would like to reach out and you haven't yet, feel free to either shoot us an email at triviarewrites at gmail.com or you can follow us and interact with us on Twitter, which is our username is at Trivia Rewrites. Just the same as the show. Nothing fancy. Anyway, thanks again for taking the time to listen to us. And without any further ado, let's jump on into this week's episode of Trivia Rewrites. Welcome to Trivia Rewrites, where we look at how the news is changing trivia. Today is Friday, August 6th, 2021. I'm your host, Demo, and this is my co-host, Hibbs. What's up, man? Not much. Happy to hear it. Everything good? Everything <laughs> relaxed? You enjoying? Yes. Had a fun-filled weekend, celebrating my birthday a week late, and uh, had a good time. Did you have a little surprise? The boys came down? Everyone kind of... My boys came in and surprised me. Rallied around you. My brother set it all up. What a guy. Lovely weekend. Lovely. Did y'all yep. have brunch? Pick flowers? Uh, Something like that. Nice. Not Maybe not those exact activities, but, you know... Not in that order. Got it. Flowers and brunch. That's a better way to do it, in my, per- in my opinion. Yeah. Build up an appetite picking flowers. Right. Everyone... Yeah. It's one of the highest caloric burning activities you can do. Yeah, if you, if you exclude almost every other activity, that's correct. Well, naturally, I think that went without saying. Obviously, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm excluding them all, as you know. That's how anyway. I roll. <laughs> cool. Um, so this is a trivia show where we look at the weekly news and we try and write little fun trivia questions about it for each other. No points, no scores, no winners, no, no losers. <laughs> No point is a great way yeah. to wrap this show Ooh, up. Yeah, it should be called <laughs> no, point. no points and no point. Uh, that's the next podcast we're going to make. But um, I'm in. Bef- before we get into the weekly questions, Hibs, you have some this day in history questions to warm us up. I do, as I figure out where I'm going to put my Nalgene and my coaster. This day in history, August 6th. Um, I thought it was interesting. But we are going to start the podcast off on a little bit of the darker side of things. All right, just a heads up. The year is 1890, and convicted murderer William Kemmler becomes the first person in history to pay the price for his wrongdoings by way of what form of execution? Electric chair. Electric chair is 100% correct. Your, 
your deadpan delivery of that answer was kind of <laughs> sent a shiver up my spine. But yes, William Kimmler is the first individual to be shocked to death. Crazy. Well, probably not the first to be shocked to death, but good point. Good point. Purposefully shocked. I wonder. Who, I wonder who that was. That'd be interesting. First person accidentally killed by electricity. I don't know. I mean, they knew it in an early by lightning. I guess would be. Ah, uh, that's a loophole. That doesn't count. God can't be involved. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah, God's never involved <laughs> in wow. killing anybody. He's <laughs> God's never killed anybody at all. Well, I mean, if someone's older than time itself, can they really be the first? Anyway, we're getting into odd points here. Uh, on yes. our Twitter question, uh, yeah. I guess. Okay. Uh, Twitter question for this week. If you follow us on Twitter, you it's a, be tweeted out before the show goes live. 1926, the first movie to utilize the Vitaphone system, which was an analog sound on disc system that would synchronize the music and the sound effects for the movie, is used as, as the first movie premieres under the title of Don Juan. Don Juan was a romantic film that featured a well-known Hollywood name. And can you tell me who the star of the movie Don Juan was? Um, and if I'm reading the complex family tree correctly on Wikipedia, the main actor of Don Juan, his granddaughter is still prevalent in oh, movies today. Okay. A lot of divorces. What, what year was this? 1926 was the premiere of Don Juan, which 26. utilizes the Vitaphone system. I don't know anybody that's been acting that long. Well, I it's their think. granddaughter. No, I know. But okay. Oh, you want me to name the granddaughter? Yeah, or just like the family name. The whole trivia fact of this point about, was the Vitaphone. Uh, Barrymore. Fantastic. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. It was, yeah, it's 100% correct. That is... um. Lionel Barrymore? No, it wasn't Lionel. It was. Oh, that's his his son, I guess. I don't know. So Drew and I don't can't believe I don't have. I was so wrapped up in my. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I I gave you a hint. I had a hint for you if you in case you didn't get it. Um, nineteen twenty six. John Barrymore. John Barrymore. Okay. John Barrymore it. was the star of Don Juan, which is the first movie to utilize the Vitaphone system. That's the important trivia. The hint I was going to give you was that maybe if you don't remember the person's name, if I would ask you 50 more times, you might figure it out. Ah. 51st dates. So I think it looks like Drew Barrymore is the like great granddaughter of John Barrymore, right? Great granddaughter? Yeah. That makes more sense chronologically to me. Yeah. Like I said, I tried to track it through the... There, I think the, it was there were two Johns in a row. From what I'm seeing, so that oh, I, I, I can just, see how I might have tracked the wrong John. But yeah, there's a lot of I didn't know. The, in, a, in a family tree, dash lines indicate divorce. I learned that today. Oh, yeah. Looking at <laughs> learn something new every day. Learn something show. new every day. <laughs> if it, is it useful information? No. Is it? But pointless? You learned it. Yep. <laughs> Probably. Uh, and your final <laughs> this day in history question. More current, more recent, no mess-ups. Very short. 2012, oh. NASA lands a rover on Mars that has the name of what? I don't remember what the new... I don't even know what the new ones... Wasn't the old one called Discovery? Oh, I think I think that's the new one. Is it? What that's was the old point. one let me, called? Let me look it up. 
Yeah, Perseverance was... Anyway, the question, the two, 2012 rover was Curiosity. Oh, that's right. Curiosity yes. lands on Mars. Yes. August uh-huh. 6, 2012. Um, and what then, did I yeah. say? You said... Um, Something else. Discovery. Ah. Cool. Awesome. Anyway, there you go. <laughs> I tried to look it up. Uh, uh, I think Perseverance was the most recent one. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Okay, nice. But yeah, there it is. This thing in history, nice and loose and goosed. and was pretty good. Pretty top, pretty like relevant. Nothing too crazy in there. Sometimes they get a little in the weeds, but those are all... Everyone knows about electric chairs, Drew Barrymore, and Mars. In that order. Yes. Certainly for me. For me to watch a Drew um, Barrymore movie, you have to shot me to an electric chair. Ouch. Okay, now we're going to move on <laughs> to the... Good topical portion of the show. So this is where we've looked through the news and tried to come up with some interesting firsts that have happened or just anything interesting that's happened and we're gonna write we've written questions about it. So I've got one for you about the Olympics. Naturally, of course. And some follow up questions about it. So uh El Paso born Olympian Lamont Marcel Jacobs has become the first man representing which country to win the men's 100-meter run in Olympic history? Lamont? Lamont Marcel Jacobs. Yeah, I'm not getting much from the name there. Mm. You said 100-meter? Yes. First man. He was actually the first man from this country to even qualify for the final ever. Hmm. And he won. He won the gold. I'm just going to go with... I mean... I'm going to guess Nigeria because we had Uche Eke last week winning the first gold for men's gymnastics. Or, sorry, competing. Not you know, he didn't win the gold, but competing as a men's gymnast. And so I think that would be awesome if it was Nigeria again winning the gold this time. But it is not. It's not Nigeria. Country that's typically not known for their athletics. It was uh, Italy. Oh. He's yeah. the first. First. Uh, first Italian. First Italian. Huh. Interesting. Um, he also became the first man not from North America since Linford Christie won the gold back in 1992, representing which country? Linford Christie. That's still the 100-meter run sprint? Yes. Yes. But he was the first person not from North America to win since 1992. Oh, North America. Okay. okay. Yep. <clears throat> um, Where is Linford Christie from? Linford it sounds like I'm thinking like Eastern Europe, maybe even Russia. Mm, mm. I'm going to go with like Czechoslovakia. Wow. Linford from Czechoslovakia. Linford was actually from Great Britain. Ah, So nah. there you go. So maybe in the 2024 Olympics in Paris, Lamont Jacobs will win a second gold medal. If he does so, he would join six other people men or women, who have won gold medals twice at the Olympics in the 100-meter sprint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can you name any of the people who've done that twice? Well, my initial thought is Usain Bolt. Nailed it. He's actually won it three times. Crazy. Yeah, and like, then the last time he won, he like was smiling at the guy. Like, he like... I don't know, probably. To be the he, fastest person in the world is already a feat. To be the fastest person in the world for 12 years in a row, that's impressive. Um... Yeah, more like, yeah, eight years, but yeah. Cause it's like, I guess that's true. Three times, yeah. He probably was for 12 as well, though. He probably still is. 
Um, <laughs> he's, got, he's got off to a bad start. Let's see if you can get one one more. Uh, I don't even have a guess. It's either I think it's Jordan. There was there was like another track star like Michael Jordan that was real popular there for a while. Like okay, I can I can it's picture probably his, the guy you're thinking of. Yeah, but he was he, like always how he always had like this like real real fine gold chain. Oh yeah, not him, but. I think you're thinking but, of Michael Johnson. Johnson, that's what it was, yeah. But uh, the other, the American man to do it, Carl Lewis. I don't oh, know if you heard of him. That sounds, it sounds familiar. Not he won in 84 and 88. And then for the women's, we've got Shelly Ann Fraser-Price, uh, Wyoming Atias, Gail Devers, and Elaine Thompson-Hara have all repeated as Olympic champions in the 100 meter. Uh, speaking of women, this year's Olympics... Uh, women made up 48.8% of all Olympians, more than any other games in Olympic history. Can you tell me what year women were first able to compete in the Olympics? Oh, that's a good question. I like that. First year women were allowed to compete in the Olympics. I'm going to guess, not be a bad guess, 1940, <laughs> oh gosh, 1940-something divisible by four from now. Um, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, 42, 40. 46, 48. <laughs> Which one? Guess 1948. Okay. No. Okay. But that, I think they did have the Olympics in that year. So you you got That's that. That's why I said 42 would be a bad guess. Yeah, 42 would have been a bad guess. Um, yeah. It was actually 1900, the second modern games. Oh. Uh, but they were only allowed to compete in five sports. And I wanted to see if you could name those five sports. Oh, man. And I'll say this. If you think about things that... Women in the late 1800s or men would be doing in their free time. Just say those things. And that's probably the events that women were allowed to participate in. Free time. Just like what would be, you know, a country club type. Tennis. Okay, good. Yes. Um, What else is like that, though? Similar. Squash? Pickleball? Um, That's a little too athletic. If you think pickleball. Well, because they limited it. They limited it. Like, these were the events that women were like, oh, they're like, women can participate in these. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know. I don't think pie baking's ever been an Olympic sport. Oh, boy. It's not me. This is 1900s me talking yeah. here. Yeah, you're right. It's not <laughs> my silly. fault. When, when were women allowed to vote? That's what I'm trying to think of right now. When in the was, U.S.? Yeah. Like, the 20s? Yeah, I just think it's odd that they were like, you can go run, but don't you dare think who's going to be president. All right, you got tennis. Get one more. Ugh, um, Think uh, upper class, elite. Yeah, well, I'm trying here. That's way out of my wheelhouse. I've never been described as upper class elite. Might be a shock to you. Oh, gosh. Uh, four sports, you said, total? I hope five. it's like shock put. I'm like, well, they're already doing this anyway. They're five um, total. <laughs> five total. Uh, tennis, golf wasn't. Golf, in the thank you. Really? <laughs> yes, it was. Very good. I didn't think golf was in the Olympics at that point. The other three, I think it came back now. Uh, the other three, croquet, sailing, and equestrian events. Equestrian, so are all, it just covers it all? I don't know. It said equestrian. Yeah, I didn't look at the exact events they had. But. I don't. I You don't need to know. Did, have you ever you watched, what is, it, what is it called whenever, the horse dancing? Dressage. Dress, yeah. Have you ever seen that? I did. Yeah, I watched oh, a little bit of that. It is. It's almost as bad as through under your basketball. I like how they mix the all the horse events together, though. It's like they have dressage, but then there's also like the jumping and the racing is all one thing. 
I think you should like, have teams. All you have, they do have teams. No, but like, <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. You have jumping and dressage. Okay. And you're on the same team. Those two riders on the same team. And you're dressaging about the jump course. So you have to coordinate your... Ooh, interesting. You have to choreograph your horse's routine around all the jumps. Yeah. We'll try and get that one submitted for the next Olympics. But uh, I wouldn't get your hopes up. I'm just the ideas guy. You okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. figure out a way I'll to I'll fill out the application. Don't worry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, paperwork. Uh, that's not it. Really that, my was, I had, that was several Olympic questions. Yeah. Um, there I you have, go. I have two little follow-ups for you. Two okay. quick ones. Sure. Um, I was hesitant to like include too many Olympic stuff because I knew you were going to go pretty hard on it. Wow. But in the first time in the history of this event... Can you tell me what event is has a shared gold medal for the first time? High jump. High jump. Nice job. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the people's names in front of me because I wasn't planning on asking you these questions. It was but... a guy from Qatar and a guy from Italy. Um, and then call back to about a year ago of this, his, of this podcast. Shouldn't it be a shock to anybody in the world if you're even remotely plugged in? But can you tell me who won... Um, Pole vault. Who? Oh, oh, uh, Duplantis. Mondo Duplantis. M- Mondo Duplantis. The hero with the long pole. Of course he won. Why would he won? He has had like the last four. He did. He did not break the world record. He tried to set the world record again, but couldn't do it. But what? Uh, where do you want to go now? Do you want world news or do you want some television? What world do you want? News. World, world news. World news. Yep. It's gonna be a quick one. According or no? Nope, not according. Occurring, I'm sorry, I can't even read my own notes. Occurring for the first time in 782 years, what natural event has sparked an unexpected tourist influx to Iceland as they are hosting their own quote-unquote fire festival? The natural phenomenon has drawn in tourists from around the world, uh, music players, like festive music's going on, and there's vendors all around because of what event? Some kind of volcanic eruption. 100% correct. First time, first time in 782 years, uh, a volcano is currently erupting on the Rek Johns. Rick. That's an Icelandic word. There's no way. Vowel or, sorry, not vowels. Consonants should not be conjoined like that. But Rek Jane's Peninsula has a volcanic eruption. Oh. People are. Yeah, because I feel like there's volcanoes all over Iceland. That are, but there's nothing, none of them are like erupting on the surface. Is that what it is? I think there's a lot of like thermals going on. There's a lot of thermal, yeah. They have a lot of thermal energy up in Iceland, but like, no, it's like legitimately like people are being able to stay there for hours because the lava is keeping them warm in the cold weather. Like it's like, it's like an active eruption. People are getting like close enough to feel the heat of lava, which is, Mm. I mean, it'd be tempting. It'd be hard not to get that close because it's like literally a once in a lifetime event. But I don't Interesting. know. There you go. All right. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Quick one. Pew. Pew. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know how to transition. You can transition off of that. I can't nope. transition. Nope. Um, Nothing? I've got one about... City parks. Speaking of spending time outside, I don't know. What do you want me to... Speaking... Yeah. 100%. Yeah. What are we, what are we doing outside? Where are we at, Demo? Black we Point Historic Gardens. 
will open its doors to the public for the first time. Located between the Marina District and North Beach, the gardens lie approximately four miles south of Angel Island State Park on the bay of which American city? Where is Black Point Historic Gardens? Black Point on the bay, you said, of what historic city? Yeah. Marina District. Yeah. North Beach. Yeah. Angel Island. Angel Island. Boston? Ooh. You tried. I did. You took a swing. I it's in San Francisco. Oh. Didn't dang you it. didn't you ask me about like Alcatraz escapees and didn't they escape to like Angel Island? Wasn't that the Look, I mean, that, was, that was like a month ago at this point, so it's probably I can't be held responsible for what I say on this microphone. <laughs> we okay. know this. Okay. I don't San remember. San Francisco is the answer. Um threw me so... off with historic. Sorry. I was thinking it's got to uh, be East Coast. San Francisco. Well, there's history on the West Coast. Oh, San yeah, Francisco sure. is home to over 220 city parks and is considered one of the most park accessible cities in America. According to statistics from the Trust for Public Land, 99% of San Francisco residents live within a 10-minute walk of a state park. So I have a list here of the top 10 cities by oh. that statistics. So most park or uh, park accessible park accessible. Yeah. So San Francisco is number one with 99.9% of residents. Wow. Seems like a like very high, but they just have a lot of parks. And what was the the actual like Uh, percent of residents who live within 10 minute walking distance of a park? Ooh. So it's not park. Of any, yeah, park. I would assume New York. Good. New York City. Just Very because, good. like... Number three, New York, 99%. Everyone's so densely populated in yeah. Central Parks. So that's, that's a good thing to go off of, because a lot of these are just big, like, pretty dense cities, because you can have a park centrally located, and then there's a bunch of people that can walk to it. Right. Um... I would uh, no LA isn't I doubt LA is LA I doubt no, LA is on get there. out of here too spread out yes them and their, their highways I think they're so special um Seattle has a lot of parks yes good number okay. nine number nine number nine 96.5% of people not that that I matters I don't like I don't like the fact that it's not not that it would help me guess anymore I'm just nitpicking okay I don't like the fact that they're measuring it in a 10-minute walk. It should be a distance. Okay. I can walk fast further in 10 minutes than the majority of the Americans. I would go on record to say. Yeah. Well, it's just an average. So. I know. I'm just saying it's stupid. All right. Um, that's my opinion. I mean, I, a- I think the numbers would be very similar if it was just a straight distance because... Sure. No, absolutely. Like I'm saying, it's not. It's not going to change my guessing ability. Just name large cities. I all. That's my. I I named LA, and you said get out of here. So I'm, well, forgive me if I'm hesitant. Okay. All right. Okay. You have. One, a can you get one more? You can get one more. This this relationship is so ebb and flow. Like, one point you're saying oh, get out of here. We're the ebbing. Next point right now. The next point is just you're just cheering me on, and I. Is this gaslighting? It feels like gaslighting. I don't, I'm still learning what that is. Um, San Diego? I have a lot of parks in San Diego. <laughs> That's a good guess. 
Tis not on here. Tisn't. You, you already said Boston, but you didn't guess it for this. So Boston ah. was number two. Okay. Uh, Miami? Nope. Boston's <laughs> number two? Yeah. Boston's number two. And when I guess Boston, you say <laughs> you swung. <laughs> you, you tried. Well, you it wasn't correct for the previous question, which had nothing to do with this. So hmm. San Francisco, Boston, New York, Providence, Rhode Island. Washington, Chicago, Minneapolis, St. Louis, Seattle, Philadelphia. There you go. Providence, Rhode Island's that a there's an asterisk. That's an asterisk. Yeah. Well. How many people how many people live there? You tell me. Trivia on the fly. Probably like forty five. So like what? How about give it a real guess? They all have See if you can get within Providence, 10%, Rhode 10%. Island. Within ten percent? Twenty percent. Twenty percent. <laughs> A hundred percent. I like that. Um, prob- I don't even know. I mean, mm. Rhode Island's not even that big. So wow. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna guess fifty thousand. One hundred and eighty. Yeah. Okay. Back to you. Back to me. Well, I hate to end the episode like this, Demo. But I think uh, I have one more, so you don't have to. Well, I hate to be the one to end the episode like this, Demo. <laughs> but a little bit of drama alert. I don't know if you're aware. Sorry to break it to you. Be the one to tell you, but Bachelorette winner JP Rosenbaum has officially filed for divorce against Ashley Herbert. Wait, is that Two the others? current season of Bachelorette? No, no, no. Current season. Don't even get me started on that one. Oh, okay. They are going so through a social promotion right now. It's a lot. They're doing family visits, I heard. Yes. I think that's next week. Okay. This past week was a doozy. Wow. There was a lot of emotion being shared. And it was it's insane. But anyway, I'm sure you're not I'm sure you don't care about the the split, the separation, the divorce of JP Rosenbaum and Ashley Herbert. No one cares about that. It affects nothing in the world. However, I did a little bit of research on it when I saw that was a headline. And there is only one bachelor in the history of the show who is still married to his wife of the the the, the final Rose recipient. Got it. Yeah. Can you tell me who that bachelor is this probably is not culture. unless it's somebody that has any other relevance besides the bachelor i don't have any idea. i mean i would even be hesitant to call that relevance but okay. no then then i have no idea should you ever be asked this in a bar trivia or on some sort of car ride uh it's sean lowe sean lowe is the only bachelor in the history of the bachelor to still be married as of today it could change tomorrow i guess but he's still married to his final rose recipient. Sean Lowe. Sean Lowe. There you go. And our condolences to JP. Yeah. <laughs> Hang Last in there, buddy. Question. Last question. I should have had more about this, but it's about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So the Pro Football Hall of Fame will be inducting members for the first time since 2019 uh, with its largest class ever, if you combine the two classes so 28 members will be inducted over two days five members from 2020 plus eight members of the 2021 class and 15 members to celebrate the 100th anniversary of the nfl the nfl was founded 100 years ago in which midwestern city cincinnati i another hint it is the location <laughs> Of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I really thought it was Cincinnati. It starts with uh, a C. You're close. Cleveland. 
No. Uh-huh. Wow, there's a lot of Ohio cities that start with C. What <laughs> is Ohio, though? Yeah. Nice. Hey, I got Midwest right. That's a win for me. Um, oh, don't even get me started on what the Midwest. We had a a doozy of a discussion about the Midwest this weekend. But ah, that would have been the perfect discussion for I me know, to be there. You would have been you would have loved oh, it or hated it. I would but. have lit up. Going on one of my classic rants. No stopping me, no microphone, no editing. Um Cleveland, Cincinnati. Ha. Is it a hard C or a soft C? I uh hard. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna <laughs> if you don't know it from C in in Ohio, then you're not gonna Wait, I don't. Know. I get to, it's Canton, Canton, oh, Ohio. I gave two pretty good guesses. I'll take yeah, it. That's fine. Good. Canton, Ohio. That's it. That's all I had. I was gonna go more, and then I was like, you know, these. If you don't know that, then if I don't know. Canton, how much really would you know about the Pro Football Hall of Fame? Not a lot. I don't. Oh, how don't about this? Can you oh, name yeah. anybody who's getting inducted? No. Um, try. Troy Aikman. Ooh, another Troy. Ah. Troy Hartfield. No. Troy um, Palamalu oh. is being inducted. He has some great hair. For his hair? Is, it, is that because he's... Like, uh, yeah, just his hair, actually. It just says yeah. Troy Palamalu's hair. Oh, they're going to shake like a sheep? They're going to shear him before? That's right. Mm-hmm. Poor Troy. Does he know? He probably doesn't know. No, he hasn't been He hasn't been told. I but think it's I don't want to say... go through all the whole list, but he's one of them. Yeah. I was going to say, I think it's safe to assume that we are uh, going off the rails here. Yes. So let's uh, move on. Do a to... little mailbag and Oh yeah, mailbag segment. A little mailbag but, wrap uh, it up. After our I released 3 episodes last week. Did we get any uh interaction on Twitter? We did. So, shout out to user uh Bostock Brett. He, okay. I'm assuming he uh he nailed it during last week's uh Twitter this and history question. In regards to Dwight D. Eisenhower and Congress signing through the newest motto for the United States, which is "In God We Trust," and a special thanks to user City Facts, who they were able to find the hidden trivia question. And did you know, Demo, that motto has two T's in it? <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I do now. I do now. In my in my defense, and I stand by this for everything. <laughs> in your Twitter, defense, you emails, can't spell. Yeah. Can't. No. 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 In my defense, I, I I get it when it comes to professional stuff and even like texting stuff like that. There's really no no excuse for misspelling words because we have computers in our pockets. I get that, but Twitter didn't catch it. It's not like it. It's not like I saw a little red squiggly and I was like, I don't care, post it. No, like if my keyboard doesn't catch the mistake, I can't be held responsible. Okay, good. That's my opinion, and I stand by that. That's that's nice. Well, uh, we didn't get an email or anything besides that, but maybe those are still in the stuck in the tube somewhere. So we'll see. But uh, anything else to add for this week before we move on? No, nah, man. Good that's episode. Solid episode. It was fun. Sometimes Limited you... material, but I think we maybe we made it work. So I mean, this kind of banter, this chemistry. Oh, man. Can't buy this kind of chemistry. That's what I'm saying. Uh, we appreciate all of those out there who are listening, especially those people who have uh, sent us emails or tweeted at us or gave us some interaction on Twitter. We always like to see that. 
it's fun to be corrected about our spelling and <laughs> have people answer our questions. It's not going to stop anytime soon. So if if you like, <laughs> oh yeah, you should misspell you like one word out, in every one of our tweets just so people can point it out. I'll part of that anyway. If I start doing it on purpose, I'm going to misspell two words. I can't handle that kind of risk. Anyway, that's all we have for this week, and we will talk to you next time. Take it easy, y'all.